Hello and welcome again to another episode of the Echo Chamber. Uh, with me this week we have Jamie as usual. Hello Jamie. Hello. And um, also with us this week we have a special guest, someone I know in real life, would you believe it? It's um, Neil. Neil, how are you doing? Morning, morning. Very well, yourselves? Oh, surviving. You know, coping. Yeah, yeah, I think we're, we're all surviving really. It's difficult to say anything else when you're a medic in these times. <laughs> um, yeah, we're still around and we're still fighting fit, so... <sighs> anyway, so today what we're going to talk about, boys? Well, I think we're going to talk about a couple of um, first-person shooters. Oh, such a, such a good genre of game. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, there's tons to choose from. I mean, yeah, I mean, starting back from all the way from Goldeneye to the modern Call of Duty and stuff. But we've got quite a few we wanted to chat about, didn't we? Um, I think Neil had a couple that he wanted to mention. Yeah, there was yeah. some. Uh, I think I think there's too many to mention in one episode, right? But, <laughs> uh, I I tried to cast my mind as far back as I possibly could on first person shooters, and the three big ones that that I kind of thought of were uh, Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. uh, Doom, and Duke Nukem. So uh, I don't know if that's a good place to start. It's a perfect place um, to start. It's a perfect place. Absolutely perfect. Well, what, what do we start talking about? Doom first because doom really for me was the big one and do you guys remember when um doom actually came out do you know the year no mid 90s it, it was 1993 <laughs> so it's coming up to 30 years old now but i still have really strong recollections of this game um and the way it made me feel and you know i would have only been 11 at the time jamie's gonna say something like oh yes i I wasn't even born yet i was four i was eight (laughs) (laughs) so i wouldn't have expected you to have played doom um at the age of four but you probably came across it either that or Mm. one of the numerous kind of um offshoots of it yeah Uh, but doom for me was my like quintessential memory of falling in love with the first person shooter genre um, and those who don't know Doom, I mean, how can you not know? If you're listening to this and you don't know what Doom is, I, I don't really know what to say. But Doom is a, what was it, you were like a space marine? Yeah. And you were yeah. marooned on Mars. It was Mars, wasn't it? It was set on Mars. And uh, all of this, like, some sort of accident has occurred. And loads of people have, um, loads of your other colleagues have turned into monsters, various shapes and forms. And you start off uh, with a handgun um, in this in this kind of uh, futuristic uh, space station, I suppose, on the on on the surface of Mars. And you know, there's bits of bodies all over the place. There's toxic waste, and all of these monsters start coming at you. And it's just from the very get-go, it's fast, it's exciting, it's loud, it's uh, and. It, for me, it was just it, it hooked me in straight away. I don't think I've ever been consistently made jump so much as when I played that game as well. Oh yeah, terrifying! It was it was the noises and the sprites that came out, wasn't it? It was it wasn't it was the whole atmosphere. It drew you in that game, and for a game that's that old, it still stands up because you can find emulators and things online to still play it. Um, and I, just before this, I thought I'd have another go at it, and immediately the music and everything just brought me back. I think I think there's a thing on. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing a thing on Twitter where, on Twitter, you can play Doom. 
No way. I'm pretty sure, and you have to type like go left, go right, and then see how. I'm pretty sure. Um, I have to hunt, have a hunt for that, but it's just popped okay. into my head. Um, well, we're gonna have to find it, and if we do find it, we'll tweet it out for everyone to yeah. uh, enjoy because Doom is fantastic. So, what were your memories of um, Doom, Neil? <laughs> so. The, the game obviously was was awesome, being being chased down by stuff. But do you know what this got me thinking about was um, in in one of you guys' other episodes, you were talking about um, movies that got made. Do you remember the yeah. Doom movie with the rock in it? Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> and I remember watching that movie, thinking, okay, this is all right. You know, it's just it is what it is. But then there's yeah. that moment in the movie where they yes, shoot I know. It from the first I know exactly person. what you mean. That, that was the bet. That was and just it is everything. glorious. It's so good. <laughs> it, and what people, if people have not seen the movie, and again, shame on you if you've not seen the movie because the movie is hilariously bad. But also, it has this perfect moment where, um, what was the name of the um, actor again? He's um, he's in lots of stuff. He um, oh. not the the other guy. Yeah, you got me thinking now. I know the the rockster uh, eventually kind of turns on him, doesn't he? Yeah, it's it's. I'll tell you who it is. I'll tell you who it is now. Hold on. It's Carl Urban. Oh yeah, Carl Urban. Oh yes, yes of course. Carl Urban. He um he goes into his eyes go golden, and I don't remember if you know in the game there's a cheat that puts you into god mode that makes you invincible, and it's basically the f the, the most fun way to play this game. Uh, really, because you can just smash through it in about an hour if you go into god mode, and you've got no fear of getting hurt, but you just blast all these monsters in all sorts of uh, interesting ways with all sorts of different uh, weapons, and, and it, the movie does that as an homage to that, uh, which I thought was glorious. Um, and like, like I said, I mean, it's a 2005, it's an old movie now, it's 2005 Doom came out, uh, the movie. But I still think, um, just for that moment, uh, it's it's worth. It's it, it's got an eighteen percent uh, rating. I'm gonna say eighteen percent. That's that is. <laughs> it's probably just for that. That's probably eighteen percent of the movie. That that little bit. It's yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Has any, have any of you uh, like because the I've not played Doom a lot, but the time I have played it, I played it on virtual reality. Oh wow! All right. No. Oh, that's, yeah. That's it, it's just oh, it's. Besides the fact, you know, virtual reality can make you feel sick, but you can, it's its amazing. Like you just hear things coming towards you from all angles and you have to turn around physically and shoot. Oh, it's, oh, it's wow. honestly, it's its the most immersive thing. And it's terrifying because you just end yeah. up, you know, if looking from outside, it would look hilarious because I'd just be basically screaming in my room. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the thing about it is it would, Doom was a hugely immersive game. It really drug, dragged you into it, didn't it? Um, I was playing it again now. I was just remembering, like how, like immediately you're in, and I, you, there's no preamble. <laughs> you know, I remember, like, if I go back to it now, if I find it on here, I can start um, uh, actually playing it online. And um, if people are interested, I can actually pop a link onto a, a, a website where you can you can actually find a whole bunch of games, not just um, this, uh, but you basically get this choice don't you at the very beginning of the game it says um i can't find it now um at the very beginning of the game it says um oh how do you want to start what, what level do you want to start here like and what, the, the easiest level it's not easy it's not medium or normal or hard it's like i'm too young to die 
and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and then as soon as you click the the, the difficulty level um you're in wasn't That's one of the easiest difficulty hand. levels like I want my mummy, or was that like <laughs> yeah, Duke Nukem uh, or something? Oh god, I'm gonna have to take my headphones off so you can hear the music whilst uh, it's playing. Just give me one second. Oh, can you hear it? Yeah. Oh, it's just running through the demo of the game now. Oh, here they come. <laughs> this is like what is it five seconds in it's <laughs> no preamble to this game right i'm gonna have to stop so yeah start a new game uh and then um yeah i'm too young to die hey not too rough <laughs> ultra violence nightmare those are those are the uh skill levels that you get to play <laughs> I love that it's a, it's a game that's still going though, right? Like, uh, I've just only know this from Googling it quickly, but how many do you, uh, Doom games do you reckon there's been? All right, calm down now, lads. All right. <laughs> I don't know, 12. Higher. Really? No way. 16 that I can see. Bloody hell. We're starting in 93 with Doom, Doom 2 in 94, Final Doom in 96, little did they know. <laughs> and then yeah it carries on all the way through until uh 2020 and 2021 with the uh the doom eternal games mm. yeah has anyone played the new guns no 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 I, I i don't i don't sure if i want to i'm not sure that um it's like one of those things where like you know i really like the old red dwarfs and watching the new red dwarfs might ruin it for me um I still did it, and it hasn't quite ruined it. But I, I have a w weird feeling if I play this new, like all singing, all dancing Doom, it'll just make me feel a bit sad about the original. Really, mm. do you know what I mean? It sounds silly, doesn't it? But like, I have such fond memories of the original Doom game, and even Doom Two, um, that I, I don't really want my memories to be spoiled of that. Um, anyway. The thing oh, I liked about it is how, is how he had his gun in the middle of his... Like, I just try and imagine what he looked like in real life. Yeah. His gun must have been right under his chin. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he literally hold it like dead said, dead centre, didn't he? Not like yeah, to yeah. the side. Yeah, yeah, that was brilliant. And the types of guns you used to get in, mm. in Doom were great. Like the minigun and that, like, um, plasma... That blue plasma firing thing. And then there was that, like... Uh, giant did it fire like a green fireball there was like a grenade thing it was just yeah. intense yeah so was it really... doing where his face gets more and more bloody the more damaged he gets yes. that was really yes. good instead of like a health marker you had a little face at the front that like was looking around and if he was well he'd look fine and you know he would get like more and more bloodied and then eventually he'd die it was a very it was a very violent and very adult game i must say um when I think about it, and it's definitely not one that I would recommend my children playing at the age that I played it, which is weird. <laughs> I imagine there would have been uproar at the time. Oh, I yeah. I imagine. No, oh, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, people don't know what they're talking about, do they? No. Nah. Look at us now. We're all well adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we go, into a, uh, we go into a field where hurt me daddy is probably something we think regularly. <laughs> Yes, please oh, make me work all night. 
<laughs> oh, very true. But um, you said something interesting, Jamie. You said something about how you play virtual reality it would make you feel um... sick. Was it you that said it about making you feel sick playing? Yeah. Again? Well, I, one of the memories I have of playing Doom and um, another game which I want to mention, which was uh, Star Wars Dark Forces, which was a first-person shooter from '95, um, and. My abiding memory of actual the feeling of playing that game wasn't the fear or the angst that it produced was actually the nauseated feeling I got because I was so immersed into it and the mm. movement of the guns and the movement of the screen and everything like that was um, just getting motion sickness. Does anyone else get that? Was it or was it just me? I only oh, got I, it. I've I only got it with. No, I've been all right with the normal one, but not the. Um... With, with virtual reality, yeah, definitely, but yeah. normal one, no. Sorry, Neil, I could just me. That's right. It was me, that, I guess. Um, I, I, the limit that I could play the game was about an hour or 90 minutes because by the end of it, I actually I genuinely felt really, really sick. And weirdly, I, I don't actually get motion sickness like in cars or on boats or whatever, um, but playing games, I do. So maybe it is just me. Did anyone ever play Dark Forces? Star Wars Dark Forces? I didn't. I don't believe so. Oh, okay, well, we won't go into that then. It's just me and my... I was, I was, I'm was. i such a um, Star Wars and Star Trek geek that any kind of Star Wars or Star Trek game that came out, I would try and get my hands on and play. Um, it wasn't a great game, but I do have um, very fond memories of it. It was, it was like... Um, it was trying to be like Doom, but in the Star Wars universe. Um... And that game definitely gave me like terrible motion sickness, uh, but you know, no pain, no, no pain, no gain. <laughs> well, no pain, no gain. Oh, I've just, I've just quickly looked back at, at screenshots from Wolfenstein. Man, that is some out there basic graphics. Oh, Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. Well, so th- th- that's like that's my biggest memory of of, of, a, of a first person. I think it's one of the earliest ones, and I'm I, I can only assume we must have played it on on an old PC or something. But yeah, you're just traipsing through these never-ending grey rooms and corridors and stuff, uh, just shooting Nazis. Um, yep. And there's like there's one of the bits where you get to the final boss and you're you're fighting like a Hitler with double miniguns and stuff, and it's just all a bit like <laughs> it's like historically accurate. Basically. Yeah, I reckon it is. Yeah, because it was Car- Castle Wolfenstein was from 1981. No way, really? Yeah, the first Castle Wolfenstein game is older than me. <laughs> so I'm guessing that was that was predating Wolfenstein 3D then. Oh yeah, yeah, it would have been. So Wolfenstein 3D came out in 1992. Crikey! Wow. I know. We're talking about some really old games, but it's so funny how they. Um, I mean, if you say Wolfenstein to people, they pretty much everyone will have some sort of Wolfenstein memory. Anyone who's rough, roughly our age. Yeah. Um, and it's been going on for for years. I mean, the latest. I'm just looking at it now. Um, the latest Wolfenstein game came out. There's two actually that came out in 2019. It looks so amazing. It Looking at the graphics, yeah. Yeah, um, and it, you know, there's there's so many games. <laughs> it's incredible. So but we- yeah, the memories of the original Wolfenstein. And you know, and everyone loves a game where you re- to run around uh, killing Nazis. You know, super supernatural Nazis. Mm, yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
Exactly, you know, it was, it was just it was considered our patriotic duty. I but it still is, you know, because they've got um, Call of Duty, they'd have uh, zombie Nazis. And that's, zombie that's Nazis in Call of Duty, that's, that's absolutely right, yeah. yeah. You know, again, keeping up with that historical accuracy, which they think is still hmm. in these games. I've never made that connection. Is that a callback to Wolfenstein, is it? I don't know, maybe. Do you know what? It might well be. It might be in homage to. I don't think there's anything specific in it. To be honest, I find the Call of Duty zombie zombie game a little bit confusing. Um, to me, it was. It just seems a bit out of place. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> uh, From playing it with you, I can see that you find it confusing. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I do find it very confusing. So <laughs> If you don't know, because I, I dip in and out uh, so much at the moment. I've got, I've got friends who play it on a regular basis um, and we play it as a group when we get a chance to. And then I, I sometimes make the fourth, I guess. Um, and these guys have been playing who are like hundreds of levels ahead of me mm. uh, and have me in the background going, what, what, what's this? What am I doing here? <laughs> where, where are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Zombies are bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know what the Wolfenstein games and the Doom games sort of reminds me of? Because, I mean, it's a bit before my time, but it reminds me of... Do you ever one of the screensavers on old computers, on old Windows computers where it would go through? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. It, the walls. The it's walls, like the maze, yeah. The maze, um, walking through the maze uh, screensaver. That yeah. is exactly Wolfenstein. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. That's why I liked, used to love... I just to sit there and watch it for ages. That's how sad I was. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that man. nothing nothing sad and there's, there's no one sad in this in this world you know we, we love these things for a reason yeah we're podcasting about it for goodness sake um, because we like staring at screens and walls moving past mm. yeah wolfenstein um a really really classic um first person shooter and like i said i mean the it, again, it was just fast-paced and exciting. And I think that's the thing that I like about first-person shooters as well, is that there's no, there's very little preamble. And there are not really puzzles. You're just literally like in a map in this game and you have to go around and generally uh, in the first kind of iterations of these games, you just kill everything. It's very much the John Wick attitude of gaming. You know, <laughs> is, is that person in front of you? Yes, kill them. You know. <laughs> so here's the game that I've just thought of that kind of, I think it was probably, from my memory, one of the first to start throwing in preamble and fluff, and that was um, the Half Life games. Did you guys play those? Mm hmm. I, I didn't play Half-Life very much. I, I dipped in and out of it. It was never a game that I actually owned, but I did uh, I did enjoy the bits that I did uh, see. <laughs> I remember playing that after playing the likes of Doom and and, 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 and all the, the others that we've talked about, and there being like a five-minute intro before you get to kill anything, and I was like, what is this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wanted to like, like uh, push in a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, what, what do you mean the story? Like less talky, yeah. more shooty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the worst ones are the ones that won't let you skip the talky bits. Yeah. <laughs> oh no no no! We've spent a long time developing this cinematic. You are watching it. <laughs> Having the plot line though is is quite good. It's quite because um, I wanted to chat about um, Overwatch and Overwatch is is weird. So do you guys know Overwatch? Yep. 
I'm going to have to say no, I don't. So it's, it's made by the same people that made um, World of Warcraft, Blizzard. Oh, and, yeah. And um, basically, it's a first-person shooter where each character has their own sort of powers. And you um, you play in teams and everyone has their own roles. It's very different. It's not it's not as you know as standard. You know, there's a guy shooting. It's more there are objectives and you have to fulfill them. And every character has a role and every character has different abilities. So everyone has to play a different way. But in that, as far as the like the plot line goes, there is a quite a huge backstory behind everything. But it's not you, you don't need to know it at all to play the game. The game is entirely about the um, PvP, one team versus another team. You just jump straight in. But there is a huge lore in the background. So if you wanted to, which I think lots of people do, you can go back and you can watch videos and really like um, shorts about how each character came about and their backstory and all this. Or like me, if you, if you don't really care and you just want to be a giant hamster in a hamster ball, you can do that. Yeah, um, it's, it's, a it's a relatively recent game, isn't it? It's two, I'm looking at it now. It's 2016. It came out. Yeah, it was really. It did really, really well. Um, it was really, really popular because um, you could just sort of jump into it, and not just that. It was also the, the characters weren't just all boring white men. They were all really diverse from all different countries, speaking different languages, different sexualities. I mean, one was a gorilla, but. Um, <laughs> one was a hamster <laughs> but um you know it was really it was really good in that sense as well because they'd really made an effort to make it more diverse and it made it better it made it a better game because it was so diverse um, oh, yeah that's interesting so so my my thoughts on uh, on overwatch i played i played it very very briefly at my brother's house because i think his his kids had it but mm -hmm. then um the one that that like if we want to come right up to modern times is I think without Overwatch, there wouldn't be an Apex Legends, you know, that's no. kind of, and I don't know if either of you, I don't think, Farbod, you've played that, have you? But I don't know, Jamie, if you've played Apex? I, I know it well. I've not played it, but I know it really well. So I, I absolutely, um, I love it. It's it's because it's so easy to just drop in and out of, you know, you can just turn on for half an hour, have a game or two, die instantly, and then, and then get bored and rage quit. So um, that's what I enjoy doing. Um, but that's got the same where you've got all of these like very, very diverse legends. Each one's got a couple of different abilities, but then that's ultimately like a, a, a there's no objective play really. Um, so I guess that's the um, the negative for that. But it's also it's a free to play game. And that's yeah, it is. Oh. Apex Legends is. Yeah. Overwatch it, isn't. No, no. Um, but yeah, it is. It is free to play and it is. It is good for the, exactly that reason. And they they really they really try and make it diverse, and I think that's something that I really like seeing. That's interesting. So Apex Legends you can get for free on um, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, the Xbox Series XJS, uh, Nintendo Switch, and PC via Origin and Steam. Mm. For anyone that's interested, I I didn't know it's an EA game, isn't it? So and, and EA are kind of going down that route of making. Uh, open access free games and kind of making their making their bank by um, kind of selling skins and mods and things, aren't they? That's mm, that's become that's... like that's a, a, a relatively new kind of direction that gaming's gone in. Uh, considering that most people who buy these like very expensive consoles or have PCs or whatever it is, gaming PCs, you, you, it's a huge outlay, isn't it, in terms of um, 
the amount of money people are putting out. So it's interesting that these big developers like EA um, and um, uh, are coming up with games that you can just you, you can just get into, and the way they make their money is is kind of based on how appealing the game is to someone to keep them playing and to actually make the mods and the very variations that you can purchase with real money obviously um kind of desirable to the gamers it's 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 new what do you guys think about that well i i think i think it's good i think i think it's great to have um free to play access to games i think it's great that these companies are willing to say here's a product that we really really stand by you know you can have it for free and if you want to then throw us some money and support it you can um, speaking specifically of Apex, and I'm not one of those guys who spends like his entire paycheck on it, but I've certainly put more into season passes and you know extra content for for, for S's and G's than I would have ever bought it, you know, at the price of a normal game. Yeah, I could I could totally see that. And in some in some things like a, a company that does this a lot is do you know Epic Epic Games? Yeah, Yeah. Um, so they they're the ones that made Fortnite and um, things like that, and they're often they're very good at seeing games that people enjoy, make free versions of it, and then um, you have to pay for extra skins, and they make it very desirable. They've done amazingly with with Fortnite. Um, some of these games, though, they to play them and actually do well in them, you have to pay. It's like pay to win, um, yeah. and that's not great. Or loot boxes as well. I'm not huge fan of loot boxes because they are incredibly addictive yeah can you explain to me what a loot loot box is because i i'm i'm showing my age here now i'll I'll let neil (laughs) well yeah so it's it's just a a pack that will contain weapon skins and and character skins and quips and intros and musics and stuff but you know it it is dangerous and it is addictive and it is habitual Mm. um however it's not you, you certainly on, on on apex you can't pay to win no um it's it's just cosmetics it's not mm. there's no functionality yeah yeah because because the cynic in me says that these companies are huge corporations now and they wouldn't be doing this unless they thought it was like upping their revenue it's not i don't feel that the overriding reason to do this is because we want to give something back to the gaming community <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it feels to me that like we make the game free. It's like, it's like that classic, um, you know, like that drug dealer trope. You know, the first one's free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taste of it. We know it's an addictive thing, and we know that there's a group of people out there that are going to spend, you know, factors more than would have just spent if we gave everything available in the game onto a single disc that they mm. could just purchase as a one-time purchase and play uh, to completion. So there is uh, that cynical part of me that thinks that, you know, this is very much a corporate decision. And yet, actually, I think it, it still behoves them to come up with a product which is good. You mm. know what I mean? You can't just... It, it, it does require the actual community of people who play these games to really invest in them. Um, and so they have to be appealing, they have to be engaging as well, um, and they have to be representative. I think that's the other thing. 
for it to actually become economically viable. So I think it, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Um, I, I have very mixed feelings about it. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, I, I do as well. But I'm, I still there are still lots of free games that I play and I really enjoy and and, and I'm going to continue playing them even even if you know I end up play, you know if they do end up tricking me into buying some skins that actually does nothing to the yeah. game. I'm I'm going to do it. <laughs> but you want to just have that ginger haired one. That's the one. Isn't yeah, it? the gingerbread. I, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I want it to look like me or a gingerbread man. That's what I want. <laughs> it's very true. I mean, I would be completely. Um, I would be completely drawn in if there was a bald-headed, bearded guy. So you know, uh, any Kratos uh, mods. Want <laughs> um, EA take note? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're listening to this. Uh, reach. <laughs> Anywho, we do. Um, where, where, where were we? So we've we've covered Doom. We've done Wolfenstein. We kindly briefly went into Star uh, Star Wars Dark Forces. Yeah. We've talked about Overwatch. We've talked about Apex Legends. Well, I think I think we're going to have to go for the the absolute OG of. Um, I don't know if we've got enough time to fully talk about, but of um, of Goldeneye, which is one of my biggest. That was that's definitely my first ever taste of first person shooter. Yeah, we can talk about Goldeneye. Why not? Well, I mean, so I know Neil's got a massive uh, fond memories of Goldeneye. You were saying before. Yeah, big time. And and one of the first, like, it had a fantastic game, but then now I'm contradicting myself because I really enjoyed the fluff part of that, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and it started, you know, I guess like Half-Life, where instead of just murdering everything, it was start, you know, now you're starting to think about interacting with consoles and all of that kind of gumph. But I think GoldenEye was the first one... I'm going to tell a lie, actually. Goldeneye was the first one that I properly played multiplayer, and I lost hours and days with my friends. Four of yeah. us hooked up with that, with one TV that's already probably too small, cut into four even smaller screens. Yeah, yeah. Um, doing that. Just a quick um, side note: yeah, the, the first actual iteration that I can think of for um, for multiplayer gaming was Counter Strike, and that used the the Half Life engine. Mm. And that used to, to fascinate me when you'd see internet cafes. Do you remember those? Oh, oh yeah. Man. Internet cafes full of people playing these games. And that was, that was yeah. Anyway, back to GoldenEye. Um, yeah, multiplayer gaming. My goodness me, where would we be without it? Yeah. Uh, and the first person shooting really lends itself to uh, multiplayer, doesn't it? It's, for me, it's like the most, it's the purest form of it. It's, 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 paintballing but electronically it's um running around with your friends in the park going pew pew with your fingers but on a screen and you can actually also like throw in some grenades and yeah bits and pieces and watch that head paint, paintball was one of the uh was one of the cheats i remember yep in golden i remember that yes and, uh, and someone would always be odd job and someone would always be the uh, female star. Or a mob, yeah, yeah. And she'd be really, and everyone would be kneeling, sliding yeah. around on their knees. But then they, yeah, yeah, but then none of their legs would move. They'd just yeah, they'd just right slide on their knees. Position. And one person would always be in that grate above the toilet. Yeah, they'd all... <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> was that yeah. you, Neil? Were you the camera yeah. bastard? Yeah, I was there with the golden gun, so everyone came oh, in. Oh no, just, you're the golden gun. Insta shot. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and, oh, uh, and then he put DK mode on, and I didn't know what DK mode was until I realised it was Donkey Kong. <laughs> and had big heads and big arms. <laughs> yeah, the big heads I definitely remember very vividly. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I loved all the game modes that came with it, and I can't remember if it was a specific game mode or if it was just one that we that we like did once we got bored. But then you'd have like slap only contests. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember their yeah. their slap was this like judo chop? <laughs> <laughs> so you'd just see this like this kneeling dude floating towards you, just constantly <laughs> judo chopping, kind of like one of those things that they have in the cobbler's windows, yeah. making shoes. Oh. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. I tell you what, when you look back on it, when you look back on it, GoldenEye, it's, I, I, I maintain that actually it wasn't a very good game in the sense it didn't look brilliant. Uh, there were better looking games, I think, but the, it's, it's the way it lended itself to do these kinds of um, silly game modes that amongst friends that you would sit together and make these like, kind of um bylaws what to do yeah i think that's the thing that i remember most um because we'd get together like you said in a group of four around the tv i actually had the honor of once playing it um with a group of people where we had in tv each and it was like i can't remember how they fitted it but you can connect them up directly do you remember those old like cathode ray tvs we had four of those in the room oh wow yeah and and four consoles and um it, it, there was actually more than four of us there there's a whole group of people because I actually never had an N64 so I went along with someone else we did this game and we spent the whole evening like rotating around and playing because one of the biggest things that used to happen I don't know about you was people looking at the sc- other people's screens like, yeah. oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> damn it Neil's in the vent again <laughs> you can't be in the vent Neil <laughs> <laughs> exactly but with that kind of setup the way they'd set it up yeah. Um, it negated that, so it became like an even purer form. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> and when I think about it now, the effort that would have gone into setting that up, and now, you know, we, with the internet the way it is, it's just, um, that's completely obsolete doing stuff like that. Yeah. But it was, it was a whole event that was, you know. And you, also, even... and you also had to have, like, someone would have the, you know, the, the clearly fake controller because yeah. you didn't have enough controllers. Yeah, because yeah, the actual controllers cost so much. And yeah, yeah. Price, which was like half the weight and it was, just didn't feel right. But Yeah. And it was a bit buggy and everything, but, you know. i got, I got to put this out there. I uh, I was guilty of taking my TV and a console around to a friend's house as little as two or three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> the combined age of about 70. We're just sitting there. I have done this at my brother's house as well. I have done this. Yeah. To be fair, if, if anything, my respect for you both has just increased. <laughs> land parties are alive and well. In fact, I was planning a la- I was hoping that my brother would be planning a land party for my stag do, but um, yeah. yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Land party. That's exactly what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Good so time. just just as an, an just a tiny little snippet. So we've talked. There have been there have been games that they have then brought out a movie is that one of the first things that we can think of where it was a movie first and then they turned it into a game because they because they've, they've they've got you know the the golden eye that you're playing is a proper like it's yeah, a, it's, Brosnan, and, it came it? and it's a because golden eye um 
and you do know it's it's full name of the game is GoldenEye 007. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, and it's got the like the you know, so they, they must have been paying rights to the actors and to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got Pierce Brosnan on the box and everything. Yeah. So it's um, it, it was 1995 the 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 film came out, and it it was less than two years later that the um, the game came out. So, it, and games take a long time to develop, even even back then. So mm. I do wonder if it was part of the whole um, like studios, uh, you know, commercial. And marketing ploy was they would they would get the film out and already develop the game as it was. Um... Well, after that, it did happen, didn't it? Games would come out. They were pretty pretty yeah. shoddy for a lot of the time when That's games true, yeah. came out that were a, to go with the movie or were about the movie. You they tend to be pretty nowhere near as good as Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah. 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 And what was everyone's a... favourite gun? Oh, now you've got me thinking. Gotta be double yeah. clubs, isn't it? Double clubs, yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And I can't remember how they sort of sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you replace the, the memory card with a rumble pack as well, this big brick. Yeah. At the back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just to feel it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, oh, man. I think we might have to uh, knock this on the head, boys. Yeah, um, we've barely skimmed, we, we, you know, the surface of the first-person shooter, so we're going to have to come back to it at some point. You know, we haven't even gone into like the modern multiplayer versions. And, um, I was going to say the one game that you and I have probably played hundreds of hours together on. Yeah, like, genuinely, like the proper time sync game that I've mm. had, which is uh, Call of Duty. But to be honest, like. Each one of the Call of Duty games probably deserves a good forty-minute episode by itself. Um, <laughs> well, and so Battlefield, involved. obviously. Mm. Oh, oh, Battlefield! Oh, Battlefield One. But again, let's not talk about because <laughs> uh, we'll just uh, fall down that rabbit hole. Well, Neil, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Is there anything you want to talk about in particular? Any last comments you want to say? No, I think uh, I think finishing on double clubs uh, uh, highlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to come back for uh, for the next segment of first person. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. if, you'll, yeah, uh, if you'll have me. All right. And Jamie, thank you again for coming on. This has yeah. been the Echo Chamber. Um, um, we'll put out some tweets because I think, Jamie, you found that uh, Doom tweet, didn't you? That, that, I uh, did. Yeah. yeah. Tweet it's to Doom. At, yeah, at tweet to numeral two, Doom. Um, uh, but we'll, tw- we'll tweet it out with this um, when this episode comes out as well later today. So, um, any any last thoughts, Jamie? Um, no, put, just put shoot everything, everything just in front shoot, of you. Shoot everything. Yeah, John Wick it. Kill him. Yeah, John Wick everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lads. Have a good day. Cheers. Cheers.